worship as if you only had one day. This is the Worship Team Training Podcast with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, worship teams? What's going on? How are you? Brandon Dempsey here with Worship Team Training, and I hope you guys are having a great, fantastic Tuesday. What is going on in your Tuesday world? And uh, wow, we got a lot happening here. There's like spring break already in the flow, and uh, we know that you guys are up to that. Maybe uh, Maybe it's coming up as far as next week for you, but we hope that this week is a good week, and we are here to talk about worship as a lifestyle. What does that really mean? And so as we jump into today's topic, I want to point your attention to all of our new friends and members that are joining right now. If you are brand new to this broadcast, we say thank you for watching. And if you would, please hit us up. Let us know your name, uh, the city or country where you're from, so that we can get all that good stuff and uh, know who we're broadcasting to. Um, Our fantastic members at Worship Teen Training University, thank you so much for coming on. What's up, PH? Joan, how are you? Good to see you again on Facebook Live and also uh, more friends joining us as well on Periscope. Thanks so much. If you're listening to the playback by iTunes iHeartRadio, that's why I got this microphone here. Uh, we say thank you for subscribing to the podcast and also joining us weekly for these broadcast shows. So thank you so much. And uh, we want to say to uh, definitely use the comment box window to type in your questions, your thoughts. If you're listening to audio or watching by video, thanks so much. Who am I? My name is Brandon Dempsey. I'm a follower of Jesus and CEO of worshipteamtraining.com. There we go. And what we do... Exactly, is come to your church uh, by working with your worship team on a Friday or Saturday, and that would be with your singers, with your band, and uh, working with your leadership, uh, the things that you go through as a worship team, and uh, we enjoy that. It's, it's a lot of fun for us. It's a lot of fun for you. If you want more information about what we do, all you need to do, all you need to do is go to worshipteentraining.com slash workshops. And we also have a mentoring program. So if you're a worship leader in need of maybe getting to the next step uh, where God's called you to be, this is what it's about. You can go to worshipteentraining.com slash mentoring. It's a 10-week program that walks with you and craft it to your ministry. And if that's not enough, because a lot of you guys have been joining us already. It's our university, Worship Team Training University. You can find that at wttu.co. And with that, I want to say thank you and welcome to all of our brand new members that came in over the weekend to our university program. Thanks so much. And if you're interested, uh, all it is, it's a membership site for, what's up, Sandro? Good to see you on Periscope. 
It is a membership site for worship teams and worship leaders. You get shows like this, but you also get more exclusive inductive shows live by uh, a private show with uh, well-known worship leaders and people that are in this field, uh, experts, professionals, unlimited webinars, and more than 800 video and article content pieces, as well as fresh videos that we add every week and also new courses. So if you want to take advantage of our 25% off that we're extending right now for the next three weeks, go to wttu.co slash Join. That's J-O-I-N, and you can get all the deals there before they're gone. So make sure that you get that. Uh, so let's jump right in, shall we, to what we're going to be talking about today. So Michelle, good to see you. And Michelle, make sure we catch that three weeks, right? Okay, a little inside thing. Barry, what's up? Our uh, fabulous team right here on Worship Team Training, we thank you guys. Uh, our behind-the-scenes people, Barry Westman, Michelle Stokely, Michael Peeler, so many of them, Kelly Sunsfold, we thank you guys for making everything happen because these are the guys behind the scenes of what we do in our video and audio broadcast, rocking the site. Also, Stefano and Raju, thank you so much for all of what you guys do every day. Thank you so much, our, our fa- fantastic team. Uh, What's up? Darren uh, wants to go through the training at Family of Grace Church and Pequa. All right. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and do it, Darren. If uh, if you do this, Darren, I'm just going to type you real quick. Um, you can, all you guys, uh, just go to worshipteamtraining.com slash workshops. And if you go there, uh, you will find a link uh, just one more time on the shout out. So thanks so much, Darren, for asking about that on Facebook Live. So let's get into it, shall we? A lifestyle of worship. What does that mean? I mean, really, when you think about a lifestyle of worship, uh, we think about lifestyle of what? I've talked about this on our Word of the Week. So all of you guys that subscribe to our podcast, we have a new segment that goes out every Monday morning early. Uh, actually, it broadcasts earlier. We release it on Sunday night. It's called Word of the Week. And what that is is simply a pretext of what we're going to be covering throughout the entire week on our theme. And so this week, our theme is lifestyle. And what does it mean to have a lifestyle of worship? So you want to catch that, and you want to subscribe to our podcast on iHeartRadio and also iTunes. And for you guys that are listening back right now, you already know what I'm talking about. So go back. If you missed it, go to yesterday's broadcast on the Word of the Week as we talk about lifestyle. I'm taking it now a step further, okay? So if you listen to yesterday, this will build on today. Today's show will build on what we spoke on yesterday. So when we take worship... When we take worship to mean a lifestyle, what does that really mean to go beyond the four walls of worship? Because it's so easy for us, am I right? It's so easy for us to, uh, I don't know how to say it. I mean, we kind of get a little insulated, you know, if I may use that phrase, within the way that we do worship week in and week out. Um, We don't mean to do it, but I think sometimes we can can think that, you know, hey, this uh, worship applies to just this church. But did you know that worship applies to your whole life and the people that you interact with on a daily basis. So what do I mean by that? Well, in today's article, if you are a member here at Worship Teen Training University, uh, you guys get the article that went out today, actually posted yesterday, about how you live today. Like, So think of it this way, guys. If today was your last day on earth, how would you worship? How would you make the most of what every moment that God has given you, how would you experience? 
expand that into something greater that goes beyond yourself. Now, I remember uh, I was just talking to my wife over the weekend, a very beloved pastor uh, that I just love uh, from all my years of ministry. Uh, His name is Pastor David Rose. Uh, if you're watching right now, hello, what's up? You're probably getting a little uh, nervous because I mentioned your name. But I, I, I think it's a huge deal to celebrate our pastors, to celebrate our staff, to celebrate our people because they're important to us and what God does through them. And so uh, I remember this happened before a worship service. We were about, you know, this is a medium-sized church, not not big. But on that special day, we had, I don't know, maybe between four or 500, 500 people there. And just before, like five minutes before the service, service. Uh, the pastor, you know, came to me and this is just, I mean, just, we're talking nanoseconds before I got to get up on stage. And he says to me, Brandon, and he gets real quiet and he says, what will happen? And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, where's he going with this? (laughs) And he said, you know, he said, have you thought about this very moment? The very people that are here right now, the songs that will be sung, the prayers that we prayed, everything that will happen this moment, will never happen again. And I'm thinking in my mind, and? You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get going. And he said, but he said to me, seriously, Brandon, how are you going to make the most of this moment? That stuck with me for years as I've gone through ministry. It sticks with me every day because, you know, what if today was the last day for you? What was the last what was the last time that you really expanded upon worship? And what does that mean to the people that you lead? That's the greater and that's the bigger question. And so how do you make the most of everyday living? Because leading worship, as you know, is not about the Sunday. It's not about the one-hour event. It's not about the rehearsal. We Last week, we talked about rehearsal, right? Last week in our shows and our articles and all of our postings, we talked about the importance of rehearsal. Before that, we talked about the importance about practice. But when it comes now to leading worship on Sunday or whenever that your services fall, how do you make the most of those times as you lead worship? How do you make the most of what God has given you? So I asked a question, and will you guys go ahead and chime in, Facebook Live and Periscope, ask your awesome questions. Let's get this conversation going, because I feel like it's important as we as we talk about preparing and as we talk about moving into um, the, the way of you know why we lead worship, it's, it's today. It's, you know, how do you live it? Um, I remember... Yesterday, our son was, you know, walking around the house and he was asking, you know, well, Daddy, is this your Jesus book? And I was like, yes. And then he smiled and he said, you know, this is my book too. And I'm, and I, and at that moment, it was like, you know, this is a teaching opportunity. It's a teaching moment to our kids. I think each day as we live, it's an opportunity for us to teach what worship really is. But then the question needs to happen what does worship mean? Period. I mean, before we teach it, before we sing it, before we preach it, are we actually doing it, right? Because it's so easy for us, even in the show, it's easy for me just to blow through all these thoughts and uh, the things that are being said. But what does it really mean to develop a lifestyle of worship? I think we have to look deep within Scripture to find out what it means to worship. And I know here from Ecclesiastes 9.9 reminds us to enjoy life. Um, whom you love, you know, with your spouse, every day he has given to you under the sun. But because your life and portion and all that you toil, it's 
the the whole chapter of of uh, Ecclesiastes nine is about enjoying enjoying life as if it were your last day almost, but yet that day is but a vapor. So how do we spend the moments of what God has given us? Proverbs twenty three four says, "Enjoy His goodness, but don't wear yourself out." So it's also saying there in that same passage, you know, uh, don't strive after riches, but to and not to wear yourself out because of that. Matthew sixteen nineteen, Psalm thirty four twelve um, are just filled with words about living the life in this moment. Worship God with all of our life. Um, Jesus says that in. Matthew 6, to worship the Lord God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and to enjoy His goodness. And I really believe that the more and more that we understand that worship itself is a response to God. Worship is not about the music. Worship is about responding to God according to who He is through Scripture. And as I've already gone through these verses and talked about, everyday living, when we encounter God in everyday living of enjoying our family, our spouse, our kids, enjoying our job, enjoying our ministry that God's given us, enjoying our families, our friends, all these things make up what it means to worship because we see God in every act and every moment and every moment of our daily living. And as we go through life, it's more about celebrating the God who's given us all these things. So then when we come together as a church to sing His name, we therefore are celebrating the very life that God has given each of us. And it's like we we come together in this moment and we're saying together as a body, hey, this is what God has done, or hey, this is what God is doing, or hey, this is what God will do. And it's that faith, it's that belief. So worship leaders, worship teams, as you lead your churches in song, remember that it's not the song that's going to get them to worship. It's not the way you play the song. It will enhance and it will influence. We had Grant Norsworthy on last week about how to make our songs and to make our uh, rehearsal time and the way that we lead worship of good quality and that is of utmost importance because we got to have good quality but grant said too that it's the heart before we make that art it's the heart before the art it's what we do as believers and as god takes that song he makes it into something more more incredible Uh, michelle what's up on periscope one of our members she says worship is honoring god so we honor him with the way we live our life. Thank you so much. That's right on, Michelle. Thank you. Yes, it's the way we live our lives because this is what happens, worship leaders and teams. Your churches see the way you live life off stage. And you may not realize it, but when you're done with your set, when you're done with your music, they watch you in the church. They watch you if you leave to go to the green room to take that extra donut when the pastor's preaching. They watch you when you unload or pack up your stuff and wheel it back out to the car in the parking lot. They see when you and I have a bad day. They see the stress of what happens if a channel goes down or the monitor is not working right. And are we really going to take those opportunities to – act like in the flesh and to get all upset about the minor things that happen or the the attitudes on stage, right? And when we speak with our church or when you're out in the community. I mean, don't get frustrated about the the person the waitress or waiter that gets your order wrong or I mean like at Starbucks they mess up your coffee or 
you're going through the drive-thru of whatever, and somebody fails to do what you had asked or what you paid for, make that opportunity and that moment to realize that, hey, uh, this is a watching moment. This is a moment that other people can see Jesus in me. And I think it's healthy to stop and ask those questions of, you know, am I really modeling the kind of life that would be of a worship leader? You know, would that really be a, a moment that if other people saw me in the worship team and they see me act this way in society, or they even see my own team member sees me in rehearsal? Is is this really exemplifying the way that maybe our pastor is preaching? Am I following the words of our pastor or am I out of alignment? Because no, it doesn't mean, friends, that it does not mean that we have to live like in this fishbowl and we got to live this perfect kind of life uh, that's of not reality. I believe that we are, you know, of course, imperfect people, but I believe that it's imperfected. It's, it's in those perfected moments where God can perfect his love through us. I believe that in those mistakes, in those cracks, in those fractures, where we look and we say to ourselves, no, I can't be that way, or no, I can't look that way as a leader, or I have to look this way because that's what the, the one cover of this magazine says, or something that I've seen on Instagram of what it means to be a worship leader. I need to look like that. Is that really your calling as a leader? Or is it really the calling of scripture and you're responding to what God's word says to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God, Micah 6, 8. It's, it's all these things that are put together because I'm telling you, that's what leads worship. That's what then should lead us in a lifestyle of worship to walk with God daily because I'm telling you, it's the people that we lead, they're probably paying a lot more attention than we are when it comes to daily living because they're probably asking the question, you may not know this, you may feel broken, worship leader, you may feel, worship team, that you don't have it all together, but I'm telling you what, there's somebody out there in your church that sees you leading worship, and they're probably saying to themselves, wow, I wish I could do that. In other words, not play an instrument or sing, but they're probably saying, you know what, I wish I was close to God. I wish that I, God would hear my prayers. Have you ever thought about that? Instead of you thinking, man, I wish I could do this as a worship leader, are you thinking that there's probably somebody out there saying, well, I wish I could have a closer walk with God? Then what are you doing about it? Because it's coming down from the stage, it's getting into the trenches with these people, with this people, I'm sorry to say it like that, but with our people. And it's about befriending them and saying, hey, we're going to walk this road together. It's about knowing the person in your church and knowing what they've gone through of their walk, their their job loss, their cancer, whatever, and saying, hey, we're going to cross the finish line together because Jesus said that we will. And so we're going to do this thing called life. You know, and when you say that with your family, when you say that with your spouse, you say that with your kids, it makes such a huge difference. I mean, this is spring break, right? And my team knows right now that I am right now in knee deep of children. Okay, so I'm like, my time is taken up, but it is a beautiful thing because instead of it as an opportunity of even me saying, well, yeah, but I'm being taken away from my work or whatever, no. This is an opportunity that I'm spending with my children to say, hey, this is how we live life. This is how we you know, go out things, do things like fish together, uh, play baseball together. Um, we spend 
enormous time yesterday getting sporting equipment at Academy with our kids. And it was amazing. And it was so much fun. But I thought, you know, in every single moment, my children are seeing the way that we live worship because it's the way that we live life. And if they see me getting impatient because a fishing rod doesn't work or I get upset because somebody cut us off in traffic or whatever, then I'm telling them that it's okay to act this way. They're going to grow up then with this, with these new laws to say that it's okay to do that. It's okay to not pay attention to people. It's okay to uh, to act this certain way that's not friendly. And it's okay how we treat people in the church by neglecting them. No. Now I may know I probably going a little bit too far. Okay, I'm probably going a little too deep. Sorry, but I believe that all these things are intertwined with being a follower of Jesus. And they have to be because if they're not, then how is Jesus living within us and how is that being interconnected with the rest of our lives? I don't know. You guys tell me. Am I off track? I mean, Facebook Live, what's up? Periscope, what's going on? I mean, like, am I just living in an unreality thing where I'm not connected? Am I making sense? What are your thoughts on this? Uh, Michelle, thanks so much for the amen. I appreciate that. Um, I find that. You know, as you guys type in your questions, please do that. I'm just going to talk a little more, but when you ask your questions, I will stop and read it, please. So I find that we are to encourage our teams with this kind of talk. So thanks. Michelle says, I think this is really good and needs to be said. Thank you so much for that, Michelle. I high five you. And I feel like, yes, you know, how often is it that you set your team down before you lead worship? And like the pastor, my pastor, who came to me and confronted me, Brandon, what are you doing to make the most of this moment? Are you doing that with your worship teams? Or is the question, hey, guys, are you saying this to your teams? Hey, guys, don't miss this A minor 7 chord or make sure you get the words right. Are, are those the kind of things that you last say before you lead worship? Because if they are – that's a preparation issue. You should have taken care of that a long time ago. It really needs to be, hey, guys, let's have fun. Hey, guys, let's sing the song to the people. Hey, guys, remember, we got so-and-so going on in the church, and they're having a tough time. How can we better lift them up? How can we bring them closer to God? It's those kind of things that you need to be saying before you lead worship and the lesser of the mechanical stuff. So I don't know about you, but to me, that's what's on my heart. And yeah, at the same time, you know, you got to get logistics done. I'm not saying that they're wrong. So Michelle says this. Thank you, Michelle and Periscope. I try to spend the last 10, 15 minutes of rehearsal to talk about this stuff and then follow up with a few days later with the spiritual and musical reminder. Awesome. Michelle, you thank you for that. That's another Michelle Renee. What's up? She's one of our members here at Washington Training University. You got it down, sister. I love you. Thank you for that. Yes, it is all about. Making it's it's about these moments that become opportunities. You got to think of it that way. Don't think of the the channel that's down and you get frustrated. Don't think about the one singer or two or three or four right that miss the words that don't memorize their music or your drummer that comes in late. Yes, those things need to be fixed. They need to be addressed. Like I said, we talked a lot about that stuff last week. But now that you fix them, let's say now you're in the moment of going beside them and saying, "Hey, remember we talked about these things because it's important." to the church. Hey, remember, we, we, we addressed these things last rehearsal or the run-through this morning. Now it's time that we show our people what we're singing, right? It's a time to help others 
pay attention to the words that we're singing because they're believable, right? Like when you lead worship, is it believable? So the way that you live your life, is it believable? Do the two connect? That That is something that's upon my heart every day when I live life. And some days I don't, I think less about it than others. I'm imperfect like everybody else. But there's other days where I stop myself and I'm thinking, wow, uh, you know, if, if my wife was here with me, is that something that I would be doing with her in my presence? Is that something that I would be thinking about if my kids were here? Um, when I'm leading worship, is this something that if my pastor was right beside me, what would he say? You know, I mean, I think they're very convicting questions, but they're very good questions because they keep us on point. And so my wife, I love it because she comes to me every day and she's like, hey, are you having fun? Hey, how's this going over here? Hey, what's up with this? You know, and it keeps me in alignment with her. And I feel like all of these questions, all these points are good because as we lead worship, these are the very things that everybody else is going through. And I think when you have an accountability, like your partner, your spouse, when you have your um, your worship team that help keep you accountable, your mentors, this is huge because this is life. And this is what it's about. Am I right, Terry? What's up? Terry Davis, you say hello on Periscope. And um, I love this. What's up, Scarlett? Friend of Michelle. Like that a lot. Thanks so much on Facebook Live. So as we lead, you know, it's it's about who we lead versus what we lead. And I think we get so caught up in the what that we forget the why, and we forget, most obviously, the who. So how are those things affecting the way that you lead worship? Look, these are just small-scale things that, I mean, we can look at it that way, but they're really large, large-scale, overarching themes that are present in our lives. I just don't think that we talk about them enough. And so this is something within our workshops that I talk about Desperately, When we do our workshops on a Friday and Saturday with worship teams, I let them know, hey, you are the waiters of your church. I mean, Paul Balash is the one who really coined that phrase and said it the best, that we are the servants. We're the ones serving them as we worship God in worship. And we say this very often in our university program that, you know, it's the way that you live life. It's not about your mistakes. It's not about your imperfections. I mean, yes, you're going to have them, but treat them as opportunities of growth. Treat them as ways that you ask God to come in and help him change those things that you don't like changing yourself because it's only going to grow you as a worshiper. As a worshiper, did you hear that? I didn't say as a worship leader because that's what you are second. You're God's kid first. And what you do after that comes into play and in how he's ordered your life. So, guys, I love you. Thank you so much for joining us here at worshipteentraining.com and Worship Team Training University. If you are a member, you can catch the full article on today's show. You can log in and you can catch that. And also, you want to be sure that you keep an eye out open for this coming week. On Thursday, we are going to have John Irwin, who is the executive producer and director for the film I Can Only Imagine. By Bart Miller. It's the Bart Miller story. You don't want to miss that this coming Thursday at 11 a.m. Central. And also, if members, next week we are doing our webinar with Sally Morgenthaler. So when you become a member, you get unlimited webinars. Did I mention that? That's what's awesome. And you know what? If you're not a member, then we have a we our webinars are discounted low, so you can get them. Uh, it's going to be next. 
March the 21st, next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Sally Morgenthaler will be here. Do you need a job, worship leader? That's what it's about. How can you cross that bridge over to the next ministry or wherever that God has called you? Check out all of our other events at wttu.co slash events. And uh, we thank you guys for watching us here and listening on the playback on iTunes and iHeartRadio. We ask that you guys give us a high. We ask, would you give us a five-star rating review here on Facebook? and also iTunes and iHeart. And better yet, if not a rating, then share this podcast. Share this broadcast with friends and those who need to hear it. We love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you back this coming Thursday, our members on Washington Training University, and also next Tuesday for our next coming up show. We love you. Thank you guys again. And we'll see you soon. Bye. This has been a Worship Team Training Broadcast and Digital Production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on worshipteamtraining.com. Hey, we thank you so much for listening to the very end of this podcast, which most people don't do, but you do because you're serious about your worship team and your worship leadership. And that is why we are here to help. You need to check out WTTU.co. That is our university membership program, on-demand video articles, over 700 pieces of content, unlimited webinars, downloads, ebooks. Shall I go on? You got to check it out for yourself at WTTU.co. Do this now before March the 1st as our prices will go up. You can save 25% right now. Go to WTTU.co slash enroll. That's E-N-R-O-L-L. Do this now. And just in case, if you're listening to this message and it's after March the 1st, I don't care if it's 10 years after, then email me. Brandon at WTTU.co, and I'll give you the same deal, the 25 off. WTTU.co slash enroll. Email me again at B-R-A-N-O-N at WTTU.co. That's Brandon at WTTU.co. You do not want to miss this because you deserve this for your leadership. Your team deserves this and they need it. We also have group team specials. So if not only you are interested, but if you got 15 of your guys interested, you got 20 guys and gals, you got 30, it doesn't matter. We have a package that fits you. We have three different group pricings as well. So don't miss out. Do it today. Equip your team and be transformed. Love you.